Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Filling in for Adam Abdallah tonight. If you want to call the show, all calls welcome. Friday night calls at 312-332-3776. Tyler's my favorite night of the week. The calls go nuts. And we, we talk to a lot of interesting people out there around the Chicagoland area. So I can't wait. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. Blocking Abdallah. Tyler filling in for Abdallah tonight. I do want to start with this, Tyler. It does seem like most mock drafts and most people suggest that Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. He'll be the number one pick. But it it does seem to me that this week especially, there's been a couple of breadcrumbs of of people, experts. Tim Hasselback was on Mm -hmm. with Waddle and Sylvie yesterday who are suggesting that Drake May is the best player. He's the guy that should be taken number one overall by the Chicago Bears. You are the first person that I know of two years ago when we were hosting Chicago's College Tailgate, who said, hey, Drake May is going to be coming out of college in two years. That's a guy who's going to be a great NFL quarterback. So I want to give credit to you because you, you called out Drake May two years ago on Chicago's College Tailgate. And then also, I have this idea that looking at both guys, either Drake May or Caleb Williams, it, it to me, it's solidified that no matter which way you go, I think both players are going to be great NFL quarterbacks. And both will be an upgrade over Justin Fields. Thus, as we head into the combine next week, that's the direction the Bears need to go. They'll trade Justin Fields and whoever the best quarterback is, Caleb Williams or Drake May, that's the way they should go. And that's what it comes down to. If you're Ryan Poles, you evaluate which one of these guys is the best quarterback. And that's the guy you take. Listen, Drake May has the intangibles of the size. I mean, he's got the the typical quarterback build that general manager salivate over right he's six foot five 220 pounds sturdy guy he's mobile as well he can he can run for first downs he can get out of the pocket and make things happen with his legs throw on the run he can do all of that stuff a lot of the stuff that we see happen in the modern nfl because in this day of football you don't have to be a running quarterback but you have to be mobile there's no way around it and Drake May has that ability. Caleb Williams has that ability. It just comes down to, all right, who do you think can be the most special in the NFL? Because you've got a chance to hit a real home run here. And guess what? The way, the same thing that I've said about Justin Fields, this can work out for both sides. Both Drake May and Caleb Williams can be great quarterbacks. We've seen many drafts where there have been multiple great quarterbacks in it. Yeah, and, and I think that that is the one fear that I think Bears fans, and especially Bears fans who want to push towards we need to keep Justin Fields, I think that's what they're looking at and suggesting that you could miss. One of these guys could be a bust. You could pick the wrong one. And then when you get to the future, we're still stuck in this never-ending treadmill of Bears quarterback suckage. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's, what, that's the fear to me to why people think that Fields needs to stay just build, keep improving, hope he figures it out sometime. I, I see the same thing you see. You know, I, I sat upstairs this afternoon. I watched a lot of Drake May uh, footage, highlights, uh, passes from the pocket. He's a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. He, like you said, has essentially the same exact build as Josh Allen. Yeah. Now, Josh Allen may be a better runner, but Drake May, when he gets out of the pocket, 
He can push over a, a guy in the secondary. He can fight for more yardage. He can put a little wiggle as he tries to make a move. Like it's not like he's not athletic. And I He'll think get that's, an NFL weight program too. And that's where I, I think there's a lot of uh, thought with Caleb Williams. Escapability is the big word because he can do things that are magical in the pocket. You know, the one difference is Drake May makes decisions. He moves in the pocket, and he makes a decision and gets the ball out of his hand, which if you're looking at our current quarterback situation, what's the problem with Justin Fields? The ball doesn't come out of his hand, and that might be a concern with Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams took a lot of sacks at USC the last two years, not just this year, right. but last year he took a lot of sacks. So you have a quarterback who's a pocket passer. He stands tall. He looks like Josh Allen as far as the movement, the body type, the height, the weight. And then when he's in traffic, he moves around well enough, keeps his eyes down the field, and is able to get the ball out of his hand before he's tackled for a sack. That, to me, is very desirable. And the the cannon of an arm, which Caleb has as well. So, I mean, it's going to be a very fascinating week, a couple weeks into the draft, as we look at the draft combine next week. And then we kind of really set our sights on the NFL draft for the next month. Because Drake May is going to be a very good quarterback. The question is, will he be as good as Caleb Williams? And will Caleb Williams be able to pull off that magic that he pulled off at USC in the pocket, escapability, and the great highlight plays at the next level? Because I think if Caleb can do that, if you can determine that Caleb Williams can do that at the next level, you go that path. But if there's a slight... um, kind of thought that maybe the speed in the NFL is too much, maybe the players are too big, maybe it's not the Pac-12 anymore, and his escapability won't be quite what we saw last year and then this current college football season, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't be surprised if we get towards the draft and Drake May is actually the the consensus number one player based on the stats, based on the size, and based on the play when you really look over what Drake May brings to the table. And I think you're starting to see more and more of the people who – have come out of an air raid type offense in college. It, you're seeing it play out a little bit more in the NFL, whether it was someone, I mean, all the, the Lincoln Riley guys, right? All of the uh, Patrick Mahomes, um, Gardner Minshew, another guy. Like the, these guys have survived and thrived, a lot of them in the NFL too. Like Drake May could very well be the next in line. It used to be such a taboo thing to bring these air raid guys into the NFL because it would never work out. And now we're starting to see more and more in the NFL. It's just what the game is now. It's a lot of throwing of the football. And these guys who can sling it around, they find a way to survive and and in a lot of ways excel in the league as well. Do we all agree, though, that either player, whichever way they go, and I'm saying we as in you who's listening to the show tonight, and and you can call in at 312-332-3776. Tyler, Charlie, Kevin, we're we're all here in the studio. I, I... feel very strongly that either player, Drake May or Caleb Williams, they'll be better than Justin Fields. Yes. And I think not only will they be better, but you're also on a more financially friendly contract as well. It's a no-brainer at this point, and you will see the Bears draft a quarterback. And that's why this next week is going to be very exciting. You're going to want to be listening to ESPN 1000 because the NFL Combine is next week. I have seen, and and I saw a graphic on TV earlier tonight from NBC Sports, are you tired of the conversation? Did you see that? That was up there earlier? No, no, no. It said uh, Justin or Williams. Mm -hmm. It was like a quarterback thing. It was like, are you tired of it or whatever? Mm -hmm. 
I am not tired at I, all of no. this. I love draft conversation. I love the NFL offseason. I love discussing quarterbacks. I love all of this stuff. I'm not tired at all, and I can't wait for the combine next week. Yeah, because guess what? You're going to see a lot of things kind of shuffle over the next couple of days. I mean, how often have we seen Drake's May Drake May's name uh, shuffle around? We saw it shuffle. Yeah. Some people think he's the best prospect. Some people think he's not even the third best prospect in the draft. It, it, there's a lot of different thoughts. And, okay, the Bears end up trading Justin Fields. Well, guess what? Now it comes down to, all right, is it going to be Caleb Williams? Is it going to be Drake May? Maybe is it even Jaden Daniels? It, it could be a lot of things. I just think one thing with this, if you are Ryan Poles and you think that Drake May is the best quarterback in the draft, I'm not trading back. I, I don't mess around with the quarterback position. If I'm drafting number one overall, I'm not playing games with it. Because what you trade back maybe a spot with Washington. What happens if they bait and switch you and you don't get the number one guy on your board? I'm with you. I don't do that. You're number one. If you're taking a quarterback, take a quarterback number one. Mm-hmm. Make the decision. Take the best player. Don't mess around. Yeah. Don't if, do it. If you, want, if you want to trade back for more assets, do that with nine. Yeah. And, and listen, if it was a wide receiver, if it was an offensive, sure. All right, I'm more willing to maybe float back, but when it's the quarterback, especially in a city that is so damn starved for a quarterback, I'm not messing around. I'm not trading back. All calls welcome. Friday night calls. We go to Dre on the south side kicking it off. What's up, Dre? Yo, what's up, Black? Hey, I just want to ask y'all a simple question, bro. Like, I understand, you know, it's it's a foregone conclusion. I really feel like Justin is out of there, but I mean, how does it make you guys feel? Because I'm under the impression that regardless of what we do, uh, even if we get rid of Justin and we go ahead and draft another quarterback, the Bears are going to take a, a like a three, four, five steps back. We're already a seven-win team, so this upcoming season we're looking at two, three wins. I just want to know how did that guy, how did that make you guys feel? And plus, what's with this uh, coaching staff that uh, Iberflus is putting together? Um, I'm confused. I don't understand how they got a female running back coach when a female don't even play football. Well, Dre, she's, she's, she's coaching the NFL before. She was with Washington previously. Yeah, but I mean, they don't coach. play football, sir. Like, I don't understand that. Like, yeah, well, that's why we own two, three wins. I just want to know how does that make you <laughs> Well, well Dre, I, I am, uh, here's what I am confused by that. Why do you think they're just automatically going to go backwards? Two, three wins. Where's that coming from? The defense okay, was outstanding at the end of the year. Yeah, but we reset in the quarterback. We reset in well, the whole okay. quarterback. Okay, and, and that's where. And thanks for the call, Dre. See, this is where this whole concept of Justin Fields and his inability to progress as a passer mm-hmm. has warped everyone's minds. I think he was making some good points there. I don't know why you guys. <laughs> Kevin, what what do you agree with? <laughs> What'd you like? Uh, was it uh, the thoughts on just, the coaching staff? No, just in general. I, that was is a good call. What, is that what you're sound man? You're going with your I, thoughts on I the just, running back coach? I just thought it was very uh, a sound argument. You're listening to Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN One Thousand. This is Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
going to say about people's minds being warped by the field's inability to progress as a passer is this. Just because you're drafting a new quarterback does not mean your team goes from seven to two wins. In fact, if you get average or slightly better quarterback play in this next season, this team's going to make a playoff run because they almost made that this past year with Fields as your quarterback. Mm -hmm. Like, just because you bring in a rookie, Drake May, Caleb Williams, whoever it is, I'm pretty confident they're at least going to be able to give you what Fields was able to produce, which wasn't that much as a passer. I agree. Think it about it. It wasn't that much, Tyler. It wasn't. Listen, it's not far-fetched to think that whoever the Bears go out and draft will win Rookie of the Year next year, right? It's just the way it works in football. When you draft number one overall, there's a good chance your guy not only is going to be the favorite to win Rookie of the Year next year, but also to win the actual award. And if whoever the Bears draft plays at that level next year, I'm not saying it has to be the heights of what we saw with C.J. Stroud, but if you're in that realm of Rookie of the Year next year, this is a team that is going to be in the playoffs next year. There's no doubt because of the way that the defense is built, as long as the health is good enough with the team, this will be a playoff team next year if you have a quarterback that plays at a Rookie of the Year level. They don't even have to play Rookie of the Year level. These are the numbers they have to beat. 61% 61% completion, 2,500 yards, 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, sacked 44 times. Mm-hmm. Guys, what are we doing here? Like, like, here's the thing. It would have been nice for Fields to figure it out and be the guy. Look what Jordan Love did in one season. He developed. Mm-hmm. He became a really good passer by the end of the year. The Packers' future now is bright. They're a team that made the playoffs. They're ready to go. They're set. They got the coach. They got the quarterback. They got him on a, on a good, reasonable deal. He's a younger player. The Packers are set. The Bears are still figuring it out because Fields didn't figure it out. If Fields was better, this would not be a conversation. If Fields had Jordan Love's season last year, yeah. then the Bears would be trading this number one pick collecting assets, and building around Justin Fields. Yeah. The only reason we're having this conversation is because Justin Fields threw for 16 touchdowns and nine interceptions and was sacked 44 times. It's average. And, At best, it's average. And you want to look at the four, you want to know something that's not average? It's the fourth quarter numbers. How many times? I mean, these were cookie-cutter scenarios, too, like a perfect two-minute drive Go down, get us a touchdown. Go down, get us a field goal, keep this game alive. Go down, do something. Don't throw a pick six here. And maybe you might have a chance to to go down and do something and win the game. How many times did that situation, did we see that fail this year? He hasn't been a clutch quarterback. And in a league where everything is decided by one possession, it feels like. Yeah. Most games are decided by one possession. You've got a guy who is not capable of leading fourth quarter, and comeback drives consistently. He did it once this past mm-hmm. season against Minnesota. Yes. They drive down for the field goal to win the game. Absolutely. Give him credit for yeah. that. Tyler's right. Multiple other times, the Bears were in the game in the fourth quarter, and Fields either had the, the epic turnover against the Broncos. Uh, they, he had this, that, and the other to why the Bears were not winning games. Stepping back from seven wins because you have a rookie quarterback, 
I'm sorry, Dre. I think the way you have to think about it is what if some of that stuff is better quarterback play? And now instead of seven wins, we're looking at nine or ten wins. And you're competing to be a wild card team next season. I think that's what's on the table for the Bears in the future. 312-332-3776. Darcy in Jefferson Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Darcy? Hey, you guys got me? Yeah, we yep. got you. All right, first time, long time. Thanks for taking my call. No problem, man. Um, I guess I'm just wondering, what have you guys heard from, like, Adam Schechter or um, some of these other prognosticators that say that Badgett doesn't deserve a chance of being the starter? Agent? Yep. Yeah, he he's going to be the backup. Yeah, but what what part of his game is so bad that they don't think that he can evolve or progress? Well, we, well, I think we saw when he was in there filling in for Fields, he doesn't have quite the arm strength that other starting NFL quarterbacks have. He turned the football right. over quite a bit. Um, but yeah, he was he was okay for a couple of spot starts. I'll give him credit for that. He was okay. He was a good backup. Okay, well, I was just wondering because he has—I thought he had better pocket presence than uh, than Fields did. So that's just what I was wondering. About. Yeah, and it did feel like for a game and a half, it did seem. And thanks for the call. It did seem like he did command the pocket a little bit better. But then I think the offense was really like what was it? The Raiders game. Yeah, I think that was the best called game Getzy had the entire season, mm-hmm. and it helped your defense was playing well too. Your defense set up some short fields for you. They even scored a touchdown for you as well. Listen. Tyson Bagent, he may not even be the backup this year. Yeah, like you're possible. bringing in a new offensive coordinator. He may want to go out, get one of his guys. Yeah. Usually you want comfort with a backup quarterback. You're not necessarily looking for the most talented guy to go out and be the backup quarterback. Bagent, Baguette, whatever, whatever you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I did not oh. think we'd be talking about wee wee, Baguette, throwing the Baguette. I did not think we were going to talk about this tonight. But it's all calls. Welcome at 312-332-3776. Derek in Brooklyn, you're on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Derek? Yo, what's up, man? Let me let me, let me me say this. Please, let me speak, man. Let me say this. To all the Dre's, the Reggie's, and all these so-called Bear fans that call with these narratives, let me say this, man. Jay Cutler, trash. <laughs> Trubisky, trash. All these quarterbacks we didn't had over these years, and it, Justin Fields, he's not trash, but he's mediocre. Why do you guys and these fans love mediocre players on the Bears? This is the opportunity of a lifetime to get a good quarterback. I can't call him great because I don't know if he's great, but I know he's good. Now, let me say this. I am from Chicago. I live in New York. I've been living in New York for a long time, and I'm tired of dealing with these cornball giant fans out here, okay? I want my team to make a change in the way Chicago Bears football is viewed, man. And for all these narratives about Justin Fields, this, it's crazy how over these last three years that this man has played, all he, all he has done is spun out of tackles, Ran for 60, 80 yards. Now people thinking this guy's the greatest thing since Cheerios. Come on, man. Give me a break, man. We need a real quarterback who can pass in the pocket. Now, the running game of a quarterback is cool to have. But NFL quarterbacks are built up to be great from playing from the pocket, man. From the pocket. Now, true, we need an offensive line to be stable 
and healthy at all times. So maybe we can make a couple of upgrades. I like Braxton. He's cool, but maybe we need to upgrade the left tackle spot. And this dude, Nate Davis, or whatever his name is, the right guard, I don't know what his problem is. I know he has some personal things, but, dude, we paid you some money. Do your damn job, man. Do your job, bro. You know what I'm saying? I love Chicago, and I love the Bears. And for all these dudes, fans, to be calling up and trying to defend this mediocre play that Fields has done, he does not have the football IQ, man. How many times have you guys in Waterloo Sylvie and Cap and Hoodie told you guys about the 22, whatever it's called, the all 22? They have talked about many a times you freeze the tape. Open receivers down the field. And this man is holding the ball five, six, seven, eight, nine seconds. Man, listen, cut the crap, Chicago fans. Get ready for the new era in Chicago football coming up. Caleb Williams, Drake May, get this guy Phil's out of here. I'm out, man. Peace. I'm dropping the mic. I'm gone, man. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.